0: And then five, four. Welcome back to Real Talk with Simply Tour. I am your host, Tour White. And um, today I have with me the wonderful Trina Greg Jackson. Miss Jackson is an Asheville native. She is um, the director of Asheville High Cosmetology, owner of Asheville Pro Lash and Salon, owner of consulting firm The Beauty Coach, the owner of plus-size clothing boutique Fluff by Trina, Arthur of From School to Work for Cosmetologists, author of From School to Work Workbook, and just an amazing woman uh, that <laughs> I have known for quite some time. Actually, I was never in her class um, technically, but I would visit her class a lot when I was at Ashford High. So welcome, Ms. Jackson. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm doing great today and glad to be here. That's awesome. So I know I gave a little bit about you, but is there anything else you want to tell the listeners about you that I didn't say um, just in
1: who you are? Uh, I mean, the most important thing, I'm a a mother of three, the grandmother of two, and I'm a two-time breast cancer survivor.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Um, Well, again, thank you for being here with me today. I know you're going to drop some nuggets for the listeners that they can use. I want to first start off with how long have you been a teacher
1: at Asheville High? So this year uh, marked my 29th year. So next year I will be graduating, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've been here uh, 20, 29 years um, and it's about time to uh, think about retirement. Uh-huh. The city schools, yes. And so,
0: during your time in being a teacher, you have battled with breast cancer once or twice during that time of being a teacher?
1: Uh, twice. Twice? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Were you still coming
1: to Ashwa High to work? During that time? Uh, so... Uh, the first time I, um, see, I had to put my wrap my mind around. The first time I, I took a little, little time off because it was actually during the summertime when I uh, had chemotherapy. But the second time, I definitely worked through it. Uh, I just felt like it was uh, my lifeline,
0: uh-huh. and
1: uh, I think I, I just felt like it really made me. Um, it was my lifeline. That was pretty much plain and simple. The kids, you know, they helped me through. I just, you know, continued to power through.
0: And so can you, like, tell the listeners a little bit about... how? Because I think it's important when we talk about just how sometimes the very thing that keeps us going is the very thing that some people may run from in the midst of certain... um certain battles. Right. And I know like what you're saying for me, being able to show up and be there for the people who look towards me for help is like the way for me to know that I got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, so can you tell me like, how was that continuing to show up for the students while also needing to show up for yourself? Uh,
1: you know, it was a, a really tough time. Um, but I just, Sort of felt like I was being like G.I. Jane, and I just really, um, you know, decided that I was going to power through. I, you know, I had a lot to live for, you know, not only for my family members and myself, but also for the students that I, you know, serve through the actual city school system. So it was, uh, it, was it hard? Yes. Was there times where, you know, I really had to really think about what i was you know and trying to allow sort of backfire on you know i was i wasn't at 100 percent you know but i just you know i just had to it was something that i had to allow myself to do and i thank god that people around me my bosses my directors allowed me to come in and and continue to work during that time and they were they were very flexible with me that's very
0: important yeah. So in talking about that, I know you are an employee, but you're also an employer right. uh, with running a business. How is that? How is that switching both those
1: hats? Or do you switch the hats? Like, Well, it- yes, I switch hats. Um, so, you know, me being a school teacher in and in a specific job uh, that I have, which is running a lab and teaching, I'm always managing people. So the biggest thing for me really has been um, at school, I sort of allow people to uh, correct themselves and get themselves back in order so that they can uh, power on as a uh, as a business owner. I have had to learn some valuable lessons with regard to management. And sometimes you can't allow people to correct themselves and give them that time to do that. You have to sort of correct the situation for them. And so that's been the major difference. You know, I've had to learn a lot about, um, you know, running a business and managing people instead of, um, or adults in that situation instead of students. So it's a vast difference, I think. And how long have you been in business? Uh, this is going on our seventh or eighth year, yeah. Oh, that is awesome. And your your um, location, where is it? We're on uh, we're at twelve seventy Hendersonville Road and Suite uh, Nine and Ten. So we are upstairs in a, the white building um, on Hendersonville Road, which is uh, diagonal from Carolina Day School.
0: Okay. Now tell me, what was the process that you had to go through um, to decide, you know what, I'm actually going to go into business and I'm going to have a physical location and I'm going to have people that work for me, with me, et cetera. What what was the process that you went through for that?
1: Okay. So first of all, it did. I always, I, I speak in pieces of the puzzle. So I, for this piece of my puzzle, um, I, um, came from the cancer situation probably because I decided at that point, you know, um, I'm going to live and I'm going to get out there and, and do what it is that my heart desires for me to do. So with that being said, um, my last child, Dallas Jackson, um, he was in college and he, uh, was about to graduate and I had no longer had any tax write-offs. <laughs> So I decided to go ahead and open up a business. So I opened up a very small business, which just included my daughter and myself. And it was just a uh, eyelash extension. um, What do you call um, this? A small eyelash extension business. We didn't even do hair or anything else. It was straight eyelash extension, maybe a few boutique things in there. So I chose to do that, which was the most important thing for me because uh, I thought I knew it all, but I am an educator first. So um, well, I'm a back up. I'm a, I'm a business person, been an entrepreneur for years, but I have been in education for the longest portion. Uh-huh. Um anyway, with that being said, I needed to learn things and I learned them um very um uh how do you say I just learned it just during the course of me doing things, and 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 during the process of me going through. So it it was uh, small lessons, and I didn't get in trouble because I wasn't making big mistakes. So I did things in small bits, and that worked for me, and also for my daughter because she wasn't uh, really. She's my partner, but she wasn't really. Uh, she hadn't really bought into what I was telling her, uh-huh. so. Uh, So what happened was we uh, got uh, at first when we opened up our business, the inspector for North Carolina, they did not expect inspect eyelash extension businesses. And so uh, we didn't think that we were going to have to um, have our um, licenses for that business. And then they came back in and they were like, you got to have licenses and things. So anyway, we uh, uh, obliged them and we moved. And so we opened up a bigger space. We um, decided we were going to do hair and we would have a boutique at some point in time. So we did that. And then we just have continued to grow and grow. So we uh, actually in our, we are in this, the the second spot, but we actually have uh, a larger space. So I don't know if I answered the question exactly because I sort of rambled a little bit, but
0: no, you did. And you know what? I actually want you to talk about a little more about how it was going in business with your daughter. So, like for me, uh, both of my parents are entrepreneurs. My yeah. dad has a business that has been, I mean, I've, I've only known my daddy to be an entrepreneur. Like right. I, I don't recall him ever going to clock it in at a job. And so, like, one of the things that I was talking to someone before about is that me and my dad are so much alike in our personality, that us working together, um, being in partner for a, a job, it, it, it wouldn't happen just because we both have where well, we're both right. <laughs> and but you so, you'll be,
1: um, be really surprised about that. You, you'll surprise yourself in that because it, it is business. So um, let you finish asking me what you want me to tell you about that.
0: Yeah, so just basically, how has that been? Like that process when you talk about one that uh, your daughter is your partner, and so turning off the mother instinct and understanding that like this is equal. Um, with me the business has that been difficult for you or
1: um, sometimes it's not it hasn't really been difficult but what I had to learn I had to learn things about myself because I had been I was a teacher for so long what I would do is have these grandiose ideas in my head and I execute things in my head and I don't necessarily put them out on paper or I don't communicate them. So I had to learn how to communicate things well, because I, I would say, oh, Kal- you know, Kalani, we're going to do this, that, or the other. And she'd be like, well, how? Because her process was different from mine. So I had to learn how to express and communicate a little bit better. Um, uh, and also, I, we are doing that. I, for me and Kalani, both of us are bossy by nature, I guess. And so we are boss ladies. So she has her train of thought. And so, for instance, yesterday I was redecorating or redoing over some uh, area. So, you know, I really talked to her about what it is I needed to, or I was thinking about doing before I actually did that. Uh, and so, you know, it's just respecting one another and knowing how each other kind of think and move. And one thing we talk about is moving in tandem.
0: And when uh-huh.
1: we are, when Kalani and I are in tandem, we make a lot of money and we make uh we do great things. But when one of us is sort of out of sync and and we're not moving together and uh you know it, it uh it's it doesn't necessarily create problems, but we're not um as great as we could be when we're out of sync.
0: That that's really good. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Uh so are you all business partners with the salon as well as the boutique?
1: Um, actually, uh, everything. So I'm going to say yes, uh, although I am the face of that area.
0: So okay. there's,
1: there are certain areas that um, she is the face of. Uh, and what we do, we call, we call our program like the umbrella factor, because what we do is within our business, each person, they're independent contractors, but they're under our umbrella factor. So that would be actual ProLash. So for instance, if Kalani, Kalani is a doula, so she may be going to do doula work. So she may need support in whatever it is she's doing. So, you know, under the umbrella factor, we um, give of our time and services to make sure that she's great in that area. And um, when she's and when someone else is ready to do something, we give of our time and and efforts to make sure whoever is doing whatever is uh, they have the support that they need throughout our business. And that's how we keep the cycle going and keep people making money and keep people uh, as great as they can be. And what we want to do is when you walk into our business, we don't want you to say, you know, Ms. Jackson is the uh um, owner or Kalani is the owner. We want, we want you to walk in and feel as though any of the people that are working for us could be the owner because they're all doing great.
0: Oh, that is beautiful.
1: That and honestly, that is like
0: uh not normal. You know, most of the time yeah. people want you to know who's the who the owner is. But I think that builds morale yeah and it shows um a, a united front right and it also teaches them that pretty much all the skills they need to know if they wanted to go out on their own Um. yeah which is really important because you want to make sure that the work that you put in doesn't leave i think a lot of times especially like coming from government work
1: mm-hmm. that
0: was something that didn't happen a lot um People were not willing to let other people be at the forefront just because it was the idea. I need it all to be me. I need that right. notoriety. Um, and not everybody is willing to to share that. So with your consulting firm, who who are your ideal clients with your consulting firm?
1: Um, my ideal clients are people who are in the beauty industry. Um, people coming out of COVID. People who needed to rebrand redo their businesses, people that wanted to have add-ons, people that are going to school for the first time, you know, or maybe changing directions, maybe working for government and then moving into the beauty industry or becoming entrepreneurs. But for most of all, what I found out is that students who are going from uh beauty school into the uh, the uh, becoming entrepreneurs and going into the, to the industry, they are so lost because they don't get that piece when they're in school. So even uh, some of the community colleges are offering, you know, business classes and things. Stu- uh, th- those beauty students do not understand what it is to be an independent contractor out here uh, branding yourself and making uh, yourself available to your clients and creating um, good business um, senses and all of those things that not even the paperwork and all of that. So that's what our consulting firm um, puts out there for uh, folks to do and learn.
0: That is awesome. And I think especially something that is, uh, useful for a lot of people I know I come in contact with people who like hey I do this and I love doing it I'm going to go to school my cousin is a perfect example she went to uh I believe it was Kenneth Schuler, and uh when she wanted to start business she was like I really don't know where to start yeah I, I I don't I know how to do the hair I know the logistics of what I'm supposed to do in order to keep my licensure. Right. Right. But I don't know necessarily the piece of running a business and having those contracts and how I should have, um, make people, if I should make people pay deposits, et cetera. And so I think that's something, especially as more people into the beauty industry, which I think is always the industry that people will enter. Right, I don't. I don't think it'll ever die out because um, people always want to look good. Right, um, I, I think it's really good that we have those types of firms around. Um, do you work with people just solely in Asheville, or do you work with people no matter where they are? I work no, no matter
1: where there are. You know, I, I have clients all over. You know, that call, they ask questions. You know, they may, you know, um, again the branding piece. We have people. Uh, that can help with branding putting together websites uh, putting together um, using social media and all of that yeah
0: also and so I know you have uh, two books uh where can people find those books
1: those books are on Amazon um, again they are a part of um, of my consulting and also uh, through actual prolash we have our um, Pro Academy, so um, monthly, usually monthly, we have some type of uh, CEU program that you can take via eyelash extensions or... um, uh eyelash extensions uh ponytails uh business and branding uh we have tons of different things that you can get um let classes that you can take through uh the pro academy but uh the books definitely you can find on amazon and uh they they are great in helping to um move your business right along awesome all right, well,
0: as we wrap up, I want to give you the opportunity to tell the listeners if they're looking for a place to go for some lashes to get their hair laid. Um, I know you have the boutique, and I actually need to come look at some clothes. I always look on social media at the stuff you po- post. Um, for listeners who don't know, Miss Jackson is a fashionista and is always dressed <laughs> looking good like, I mean, always <laughs> looking good. Um, Uh, (laughs) I've never seen you not look at um, Where can people uh, find you? Is there a website? Uh, So
1: this is a thing we're learning, too, about fluff. We want to do a lot of things online, but we are selling out so quickly. So we're going to uh, sort of revamp fluff and figure out a couple little, we got to tweak it a little bit. But with that said, um, there so we have a big drop coming in on Friday, and it'll be some fabulous things for the summer. Those things will go live on Facebook Live, uh, in your social media outlets. And um, if there's something that you want to order, or you see that you would like to place an order for, you can pre-order. And there's links through our. Um, our square uh, to pick up whatever you want and choose the color and size that you want. But first of all, you'll just, you'll see it on uh, the uh, social media outlet, Facebook Live. Uh, I'm thinking, I, I had to put the date out there to be honest with you. I just know the sometimes coming, the stuff comes from all over the place and it takes a while for it to get here. But anyway, uh, you can definitely get it at 1270 Hendersonville Road at Asheville Pro Lash.
0: Okay, awesome. Uh, and so, is there a social media that people can follow?
1: Uh, definitely, you can follow us at Fluff by Trina on um, on Instagram. We also have it on Facebook. Uh, you can check out what we have going on on Facebook, and uh, the links are there to purchase things as well. And you can always ask questions. You can always, you know, send out uh, and then. the the phone number is there, 828-423-2008. You can call us anytime if there's something that you are interested in, or you can DM me anytime. And and I I generally get back within 24 hours.
0: Awesome.
1: Well, thank you so much, Ms. Jackson, for having this
0: conversation with me today. I know I, I'm thinking about like ways that we can get more people, uh, especially in the beauty industry out there in front of people. Yeah. And uh, just to talk about the process of entering the industry and and kind of some of the do's and don'ts, um, those learning curves that I think would be very beneficial for listeners, um, young and old.
1: You know, um, the next thing that I want to put together is a um, a pool of uh, people in the industry so that uh, you can go to and get information and also see who do, does what and who and how and why. And uh, so that's something else that we're putting together as well, because I think that's important. I think uh, the the community needs to know. You know who's in business, and in that way, it allows uh, for us to get you know get a community interest.
0: Exactly. Well, thank you so much, listeners. That is the
1: end of our show today. As
0: always, you can find me at bizradio.us or at simplytour.com. Until next time.